Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. You want a revolution, I want a revelation. So listen to my declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And when I'm Thomas Jefferson, oh. I'm going to compel them to include women in the sequel work. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. As uh, we are focusing on International Women's Day, Women's Week, and Women's History Month, uh, we want to continue our conversation that we had yesterday. And uh, we've been going back through over the uh, past year some of the uh, extraordinary women that have been on this program and just some of the great insight that we have learned and gleaned from them in conversations about everything from homelessness to women in politics to women in business. Uh, and uh, and then just a lot of just of the issues of the day, uh, talking about pandemics and uh, race relations uh, and a host of other things. And uh, it's so important that we all have a seat at the table and that everyone has a voice at the table uh, is uh, a critical piece of that component. And I wanted to go back to yesterday. Uh, there was a, an event yesterday that I think was uh, really significant, uh, which was uh, around the uh, women uh excuse me, Women in uh, Diplomacy Day, International Women in Diplomacy Day. And uh, Jean B. Bingham, uh, president of the Relief Society of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, was the key, one of the keynote speakers in that event uh, and shared some really interesting things in, in terms of what does it really take uh, to make sure that we are creating space uh, for women, especially for young women, uh, around the world to be fully engaged, to have a seat at the table, and to know what their voice is at the table uh, as they try to actually lead and, and move things forward in a in a significant way. So I want to start with a little bit more from uh, President Jean B. Bingham. Again, this was Women in Diplomacy Day. Uh, her talk, uh, keynote address there on the importance of education uh, and educating uh, girls and women around the world. And I know there are daunting challenges before us. As we all know, one of the greatest impediments to success and happiness is lack of education, specifically the inability to read and write. Let me share a few general statistics. Approximately 14% of the world's population is illiterate. Two-thirds of the illiterate are women. Only 39% of the world's countries provide equal educational opportunities for boys and girls. An important study by City Global Perspectives and Solutions in cooperation with Plan International, summarized the economic impact of educating women. It said, quote, It is now well proven that when women are given greater opportunity to participate in the labor force, economies grow and societies prosper. Well, the report goes on to say, Our economic analysis has focused on the impact that educating girls can have on employment and earnings. 
but in reality, the benefits of educating and empowering girls are more far-reaching across their families and communities, which can translate into even greater economic returns. They know and we know that education lifts a person's vision, broadens their horizons, and strengthens their ability to be self-reliant. They understand that the real purpose of education is to light the fire of potential, not fill the pail of knowledge. Uh, I love that close, that the real purpose of education is to light the fire of potential, not to fill the, the pail of knowledge. Uh, and it is about lighting that fire of potential. And, and so important, uh, I found that statistic uh, so interesting. 39% of the world's countries uh, provide equal educational opportunities for boys and girls. Only 39%. Uh, that's an important number to keep our eye on as uh, we try to help uh, create space for that. Again, to, for those fires to be lit, uh, that fire of potential. Uh, again, it's not just about uh, passing tests and uh, filling up. Uh, an empty pail with knowledge. It, it's really about potential. And I love that uh, President Jean B. Bingham uh, of the Relief Society of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints made that part of her focus uh, in her address yesterday that was part of the International Women in Diplomacy uh, conversation that happened virtually yesterday. Uh, I want to jump now to uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, Mara Carabella from uh, Exoro Group. We've had her on a number of times. Uh, Mara and I don't always agree on the political angle of particular things. But uh, one of the things I love about Mara is that she is constantly looking to learn from everybody, uh, regardless of whether she agrees with them or not. And uh, we were talking uh, in uh, one of our interviews uh, about her history, about her uh, group and organization and what they do and who she partners with. And she gave us some really interesting perspective in terms of how she actually started uh, and how valuing the differences was a big part of their early success. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to go to my own experience in which I, I founded uh, the Exora Group eight, almost 19 years ago with LeVar Webb. And we, and we come from very different positions, but we have a shared point of view. We have a shared approach. Yeah. And I learned more from talking to people who don't agree with me. Yes. But we're the same kind of people. We have many of the same values, but we yeah. disagree on most things. We're so much stronger. Our, our thoughts and our thinking is, and we, we remain so much more open when we talk to people we respect who are different than us. Yeah. All right. And that's my conversation with Mara Carabella from Exoro Group. Uh, and again, it's so refreshing. Uh, she's so comfortable, so confident in, in who she is that she can listen, she can learn from everyone. And I know I always learn something uh, out of our conversations as we move through those. I uh, also want to go to a conversation we had uh, with Reverend Teresa Deer, uh, who I first met uh, back in Detroit at the uh, NAACP uh, conference a couple years ago. Uh, and we've become real friends. And I learn uh, so much from her every time we have a conversation. Uh, she's helped me understand a lot of things in terms of race relations uh, and just how to be a better person. And so I want to share just a, a little clip, uh, something I learned from Reverend Teresa Deer uh, just uh, last year. You should befriend someone who is not like you. So be it African-American, Hispanic, Muslim, et cetera, befriend that individual and then just take the time to listen and ask questions. The other thing that I would encourage you to do is to be an advocate 
that when you see offenses of any kind, those offenses that are overt, those offenses that are um, uh, covert or even nuanced, respond immediately. Be someone who steps in and not someone who will turn a blind eye and a deaf ear to what you know is wrong. Uh, so, so many great things uh, to dive in there. I just want to round out uh, this segment, going back uh, to something we shared yesterday. Again, this was uh, Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson in her inaugural speech uh, talking about making sure there are there is no token leadership. We have to value the differences of everybody to engage on the real issues of the day. And I want to be clear about one thing. We don't need more women in the public sphere solely to provide expert opinions on women's issues. We don't need more people of color in the halls of government only to help us resolve issues related to minorities. And we don't need more rural Utahns serving in our administration simply to help the people in their hometowns. No, we need representation of all our voices so that we can solve the hard problems in front of us in the best way. We need more women, minorities, and rural Utahns speaking up about every aspect of how our state is run. There will be no token leadership at our table. And that's uh, Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson in her inaugural address talking about the, the fact that there wouldn't be any token leadership at the table. Everybody needs a voice. Uh, we're going to continue to celebrate uh, Women's History Month and uh, this special week in terms of uh, women around the world and uh, so many great insights that we've been able to glean uh, over this past year uh, right here on Inside Sources. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, Christian Sagers is going to join us uh, searching for a moral awakening, how America can become equitable, humble, and prosperous. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.